Hello, fellow pickers. My name is Mike, and I'm coming to you from the redwoods of Northern California. And my name is Carl Mandrioli, and I'm coming to you from Trail Runner Magazine's best running towns, Castle Rock, Colorado. What is that true? Trail Running Magazine. This year, yeah, it was like best of the West or something because you got all sorts of, you know, trails out here. So true story, man. True story. Flatlands or you guys actually have hills that you climb up there? In Colorado? Well, I guess you guys are at 10,000 feet, right? <laughs> we're not, we're at uh, I mean, 6,200 feet. Yeah, 6, so yeah, no, we get, it's pretty hilly here and we're right up against the foothills leading to the Rocky Mountains. So yeah, we've got some good trails here and I love them. So that's one positive thing about it. Absolutely. So, all right, man. How was your week? You got any stories for me? How was my week? My week's been busy, really, really busy, uh, selling a lot of things. I don't know about you, but my things seem to sell two at a time. So I'll have like three dead days, right? Nothing nothing coming through. And then all of a sudden, two things will pop up at Bam. once all the yeah. time. It seems to always happen that way. So my story of the week is a little embarrassing, I have to admit. I sold uh, Frosty in the bath mat, or Frosty the snowman bath mat. And then I also sold, I picked up two brand new Othello board games still in the packaging. We okay. had, uh, I picked them up from a Goodwill store. Okay. And so I grabbed both of them and one of them had a break in it. Uh, like the top of the box just was, was broken, but the plastic was still good. It wasn't resealed by Goodwill. It's still in the factory ceiling, mm-hmm. but I had a, a guy buy it real quick and and I was like, yes, finally, you know, I'm getting some good sales. You know, I paid two forty nine for this thing right. and packaged them both up, realized that I listed the Othello for nine ninety nine, promoted it for like two or three bucks <laughs> and then shipped it for two or three bucks. and then shipped it for like 13. So I like uh. lost out all around on this thing. <laughs> and that's not even the worst part. That's not even the okay. worst part. Yeah, you yeah, asked for a return. When, uh, that's part of the story. But when I when I packaged them both up and went to ship them, I swapped the labels and I shipped the products to the wrong oh. people, to the two different people. The guy, the one guy was a guy that's bought something from me before. The other guy that was supposed to receive the board game, I get a message from him at like nine o'clock at night. He goes, he goes, hey, this isn't the uh, board game that I that I asked for. And he sent me a picture of the bath mat. Dude, my mm. heart just sank. Not only did I lose <laughs> money on this thing, but I shipped them the wrong product. You yeah. know, honestly, it's better to do, you know, if you're going to make that mistake, it's better to do, do that early on. And with that, you know, those aren't like super heavy products. I know that they're not the first class mail kind of products, but that's, I think that's fine. So you, you paid for your education that's in that situation. But just tell the guy, just say, you know what? You got a bath mat. You got some toys. Just make Othello on the bath mat. (laughs) (laughs) No, I actually, uh, I told him, okay, do a return. I offer free return. So Mm -hmm. do a return to me. I messaged the other guy. I was like, look, I'm really sorry. I'm embarrassed, but you're going to be getting a Othello board game. I acted, I I started a return for you. Please accept my return. Send me the product Mm -hmm. back and I'll get you your bath mat as soon as you can. So I ended up doing the return on the board game. And luckily I bought two of those Othello board games that they're the exact same. So I sent him the board game right away. And then he, you know, I wasn't sure if he's going to send me the bath mat back. And I knew this was a Christmas present for a little mm-hmm. kid. And so my heart's like, please send me this bath mm-hmm. mat back. Please send it back. He ended up sending it back to me. 
and I shipped it out. And the guy that bought the bath mat left me a five star review. It was great. It oh, was okay. Well, you paid for your education. You also paid for a five star review, I guess. But yeah. Wait, so the bath mat was the Christmas gift? Yeah, the, his his grandson <laughs> likes Frosty the Snowman stuff, and he's like, okay. he was the same guy that bought the musical pull down uh, door hanger, Frosty yeah. the Snowman, for me. Right, right, right. But that's interesting. So you said first class that board game wouldn't be a first class package. What do you mean? It'd be too heavy. What do you? So do you just go uh, up to fifteen point nine ounces, and then you go to something else other than first class? You have to, yeah. First class only goes to basically a pound, and then you have to go to, you know, your next option, priority mail or whatever else. FedEx depends on what's, you know, for me it's whatever's cheaper. But um, you're trying to skirt the issue here. Bath mat for a Christmas gift. Yes. I get that they like the frosted snow, but I remember as like a, a kid, my mom got me like Star Wars bed sheets and thought that was a big deal, and I was like, ah. I appreciate the thought, but I can't play with the bed sheets. <laughs> didn't you feel? So, didn't you feel the force when you were inside of your bed, though? I did not you feel didn't the feel the force. force. I did not. Oh, so nice. Anyway, okay. So we had some. We had some learning going on there, learning and I think yeah, yeah. Promoting shouldn't be twenty to thirty percent. I thought it was like five or six percent, or even less than that. It was. I, I'm probably exaggerating those costs, but I okay. know that promoting has got me a couple times already on packages. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think you'll figure out the weights and, you know, whether it's worth your time to buy it, to list right. it, to sell it, all that stuff. That, that'll that come for sure. I think I made that. I've made that mistake where I've ended up selling it and, you know, ends up being somebody in, you know, Alaska. And I didn't turn off the shipping note of, you know, to, to not sell to Alaska and Hawaii. And then with everything, I ended up taking a loss on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I've been there for sure. So, so anyway. that's a whole nother episode that I think that we should have is shipping. I think you could teach me a lot. How to ship, how to ship efficiently. I've got a lot of strategies, but I don't think a lot of people would like what I have to say about that because I'm all about saving money in the shipping area. And, you know, like I'm not going to splurge and buy rolls and rolls of bubble wrap or, you know, paper boxes. And so, yeah, that's a whole, you're right. That's a whole other story. That's how I am too. I source my own boxes. So, okay. Um, and bubble wrap and stuff like that. It's all comes free. You know, I dig it out of the trash bins, but Learning the different weight classes, learning mm. flat rate, priority flat rate, priority express. Just I've tried some of that. I've yeah, I've kind of made it a lot easier so that I don't have to memorize all that stuff. But we'll get to that. So that'd be great. Okay. We'll get to that. Okay. I've talked long enough. What's your story? My story is, you know, like when you're in this sort of genre of wanting to to, to make those fines and save a lot of money, sometimes you just go a little bit too far. And so I ended up needing to purchase a new refrigerator and my wife and I were pricing them out, you know, in the store versus, you know, buying a used one. And we ended up finding a brand new one that was being sold on Facebook. That was the one that Mm. we wanted. And it Mm. wasn't that far away. So it was like 30 minutes away, not terrible. And I've got a truck and we had to, like my truck's still new. So I don't have the ramps and stuff. I don't have the dolly for it. So we had to Mm. rent those from home Depot and I don't have any help though. So like she'll help a little bit, but it's kind of, kind of like a one man show. And so when we showed up, they helped me load it. No problem. But we had to basically bring it into our house, but also bring our old fridge out of the house, mm-hmm. which I don't, I don't know if you moved to a refrigerator recently, but it's like, you got to take the doors off because they don't fit through the doorway. Anyway, we ended up saving like a couple hundred bucks, which is great. 
Mm-hmm. But my, it, like, sometimes it's just not worth it, man. Like, my arms were all bruised up from leaning it on, you know, leaning the fridge on my forearms. We mm-hmm. marked up our doorway because I, you know, was by myself yanking it through. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so I'm a little embarrassed by that. So, did, did you have, when you loaded the fridge, did you keep it upright or did you lay it on its back? You're supposed to keep it upright. So, we had it strapped right. incorrectly. And okay. we, when we loaded it, it was fr- coming from out of a garage. So, it was easy to load. It was more just yeah. the you know, going back in the other way. So, but you've got Max, he's powerhouse, man. He's Come there. on. My son, Max, yeah, he's, he's getting there, but he's 11 years old. <laughs> right. And so, yeah. Uh, don't want to stunt that growth by dropping our fridge on him. <laughs> anyway, I think it's great to save money. And in, in that case, as you get, you know, older, I think it's okay to splurge and let that get delivered. That's my, that's what I yeah. learned this week, I guess. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm that way with car repairs too. It's there's right. certain things that I'll do myself. And then there's ones that I'm like that 1400 bucks is going to pay off. Cause I'm not going to do it on my back. <laughs> Correct. You know Correct. I mean? All right. So we both learned something this week. We both made some mistakes and learned from it. You may, I think you lost a little bit of money. I lost some like house damage and bruising. So learned from it. I just made the same mistake this week, a couple days ago. So I don't know if I've learned from mine. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll get to that, <laughs> but let's get to the topic for the day, man. We've got, so what we're going to be doing, what we're going to be talking about is these are scenarios that over the years I've encountered sometimes multiple times in different venues. I'm trying to hit different places. People might go to do their picking and I, these are things that I've learned from, to be honest, because sometimes I do this well, sometimes I've made some mistakes in this area. So I'm going to give you, I think I've got three or four scenarios and you've got to tell me how you would handle these situations. What would you do to be efficient, to get the best deal, to make a wise decision, kind of all of the above. All right. Do I get to be a bad guy or do I have to be myself? You are yourself, which... If you want to be a bad guy, you can still play that role if you want to. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> but who are you in these scenarios? So I've got like, you know, at the garage sale, at the live auction, at the estate sale, that kind of thing. And uh, if we've got time at the end, I've also got another moral dilemma for you. So okay. seek your wisdom on that. What you got? Are you ready? Ready. Okay. All right. So first scenario I've got is at a garage sale. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's a community sale. You are rolling up to one of the many houses that are selling things and you want to be efficient. If they don't have anything, you just want to move on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So time is of the essence, but you find a box full of just random stuff. And as you kind of sift through the box, which is just kind of, I don't know, just piled in there in every which way you see some things, maybe some little electronic things. You're like, Ooh, I would buy that. Ooh. And as, as you continue to dig, you're like, maybe I'd buy that. And then, you, I don't know, kind of like here and there, you're finding things in this box of random stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. But again, like you could be sifting there for a while, pulling this out, pulling that out. And time is of the essence. And you don't know how much these things are. The guy at the sale rolls up. He's like, I see that you got some stuff that you're interested. What you got going on there? Mm-hmm. How do you handle that? The guy at the garage, the, the guy's garage sale asked me that, rolls up hand and asked me that. Who else would ask you that question? <laughs> Another picker, <laughs> to be honest with you. What are you doing in that All box? Right. Are you done with it? Yeah. At that point, you say get out of here, but yeah. <laughs> I no. have had that happen to you actually. But no, the garage sale, the seller says yeah. that. Uh, don't let me forget. I got my first villain too. Ooh, garage sale villain. Oh, 
Okay, you okay? That's later. <laughs> and there's so much. There's so much to talk yeah, about. Yeah, stay focused, Mike. Stay we, focused. We need two podcasts a week. That's what we need to do. Okay. Two a week. Yeah, double up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm giving you a scenario, and we're talking about your villain who is not at this garage sale. Okay. Stay it's a problem that I have with ADHD. Come on. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking through the box now. You have taught me, and other pickers have taught me to catch on to what catch something that catches my eye. Say. I see something I make five bucks on, 10 bucks on, whatever. Mm -hmm. Is the box labeled five bucks or is it labeled three bucks? No labels. So you'd have to have a conversation about each and every item with the gentleman. Oh, you know, I would, I would ask him to do a whole box deal. Be like, hey, what do okay. you want for this box? You know, just a bunch of junk. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd ask him that first. If I started, no, 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 that's before. it. That's the correct answer. Ding, 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 my oh, friend. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yes. No, I didn't early on when I didn't realize time was of the essence. I started picking things out. I want this. I don't want this. I want, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I would waste, you know, five, 10 minutes just kind of sifting through the box. And I would end up getting, you know, what I needed or, or most of the things. But I've since learned just what do you want for the box? Because typically they're going to be like, I don't know, 10 bucks for the box. Yeah. 20 bucks for the box. Right. And then what ends up happening is that in the box, you, you do have those little finds that you know are valuable, but there's mm -hmm. typically more in there that you didn't expect. So this happened last summer where there were these like weird electronic things. I'm like, I don't even know what these things do. And I look up on eBay and they're going for like, you know, 50 to $70. I was like, whoa, okay. Whoa, okay. I would yeah. never have even bought these. Like yeah. I, it wasn't even on my radar to buy these things. There's no. some weird camera stuff. So how did you, that's impressive, man. That's impressive. Uh, just, I, you know, I've been learning. I've been learning a lot. Okay. Like I told you, I'm, yeah. I'm almost burnt out. I've been learning so much, but yeah, I watch a lot of TikTok. I follow a lot of uh, people on TikTok. Then that what they do is they strap the GoPro to their chest. They go up to the sale. They're like, I almost okay, passed. So you've this, seen them. Dude. Yeah. I almost passed this box up, man. I wish I had. Yeah. Maybe I should have done this research before I started doing all this stuff. Cause yeah, it took me a while to figure that out and it's, it's since paid off. But anyway, you know what? I just realized as we're kind of chatting through this, for those of you that have, you know, graced us or blessed us with listening to our podcast on your favorite app. Thank you. This so is much. actually our first video podcast. So oh. you can actually check us out on YouTube. And if you're finding us on YouTube, this is our very first one. And we're on all the audio apps as well. So thank you for finding us and thanks for listening to us. And we probably should have mentioned that at the get go, but we're just we're kind of just rolling with it, right? Started rolling. And I just confirmed that our YouTube channel our new handles, you know how they have new handles? Right. It is Pickers Podcast. That's how you can okay. find us. Okay. So you can look us up and yeah. hopefully we'll have more than just the podcast and then we'll have all sorts of fun stuff as we get out and about. So Exactly. And while we're talking about this stuff, drop something in the comments if you see that we're missing something or you got some better advice for us. Yeah. And it, yeah, especially if you react differently or have better advice like Mike saying to any of these scenarios, right. how would you do it? What are we missing? This is just based on my experience and and Mike's learning. So what you know, yeah. you might have more experience or better experience. So yeah. Oh yeah. Always so, welcome advice. Man. Yeah. Always. Right. We're actually getting quite a few downloads at this point, but we haven't had much in the way of reactions. So any, really any feedback will mm. value really anything at this point. <laughs> so you can't sound, don't sound desperate. Please, please. just leave us feedback. Please, anybody please, out there, just, just one thumbs word. up emoji. One yeah. word, good, bad, medium, anything. Just kidding. Yeah. All right, that was the first scenario. Second scenario, I when I first got into this, I started going to these live auctions, and I know a lot of auctions have switched over to online, mm -hmm. but the live auctions were pretty, were pretty fun. Mm -hmm. uh, so I go there, I show up, you can kind of preview the items the day before. There's a number of items that I would like to bid on. 
All right, so I'm okay. kind of targeting some items. Actually, sorry, this is for you. So there's a number of items that you want to bid on. You're finding things, you're like, this, mm -hmm. if I can get a good price on this, it's going to be good. All right. I want to buy it all. Yeah. Buy, yeah, you don't want to buy everything there because they usually have a ton of stuff, but. I do. Okay, <laughs> you want to buy everything. <laughs> all <Yeah>. the furniture. <laughs> I've got to control myself constantly. <laughs> the China cabinets, everything. All right. Yeah. Uh, when your items are up and you're about to bid, the auctioneer, not other bidders, but the auctioneer himself starts bidding on items and increasing the price. What? Yeah. So the way that this works is they t typically will line up, you know, five to 10 items and then you're bidding against other people who may not be bidding on the same items you want. You don't know. It's like a secret. And so the auctioneer it wants, like legitimately wants one or more of these items and is bidding yeah. while you're bidding, therefore raising the price on you. What you do? Uh, I find a new auction. That sounds sketchy to me, to be honest it with you. It is sketchy, yeah. yeah. I didn't know they could do that. Maybe he needs to get a new, know either. new auctioneer or get, a, get a, uh, a buyer for himself, you know? Mm -hmm. Hey, these are, the, these are the lot numbers that I want. Uh, this is what I want to pay. That just sounds that no, that sounds unprofessional. It is unprofessional for sure, hundred percent. It was weird. I was like, "What's going mm -hmm. on here? I'm new to this. I don't know what's going on." And suddenly, the price is going up, but I don't see anybody raising uh -huh. their hands. It was crazy, right? So, I I would be interested if anybody else has that experience out there. And I don't even know if there's many live auctions anymore, but that kind of threw me for a loop for sure. Yeah, that would throw me for a loop too. Jeez, that would annoy me more than anything. So you would not. You're like, I know I can make some money. There's still a chance you can get these at a good price, but but the integrity of the auction would be enough to send you away. It would make me question a lot of things. I would read the fine print on the auction uh, mm -hmm. before I went to the auction again. Yeah. Cause they're doing, they're doing something sketchy. Now it's no different than anybody else bidding on an item, right? He's just another person, but if he's going to be sort of there, he, right. But he's bidding first, right? Right. If he's going to be announcing the auction or calling the auction, he needs to either be sitting in the stands or have a buyer sitting in the stands with his number. Right, right. Which really, I mean, because it's kind of just like another version of an estate sale. You could you could just really kind of pick through that stuff ahead of time and offer yeah. a fixed yeah. price. To, I don't know how that works. I don't know the the issues with that or how they structure that. Or if they just say, hey, well, we'll give you this. Or if you don't want this price, we'll put it for auction. You might get more, you might get less. I don't know. Well, but We should ask Trail Runner Magazine what they think. Yeah, we'll do that. Trail Runner, how, what's the integrity what behind these integrity? auctions? Yes. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you straight up that I was willing to put up with it because oftentimes he was not bidding on the same items that I was bidding on. But what I ended up doing was they started taking these absentee bids. And so I would just say, okay, I'm willing to bid up to this amount for items. And then at, at the end of the auction, that way I'm not wasting my time. I would just find out if I won or not. Mm -hmm. And so in the end it worked out for me, but it, it still felt like a sketchy place. And it felt like, yeah, they weren't getting over on me because I still made a lot of money from that place, but it just felt like, I don't know, kind of like when you go to Las Vegas <laughs> and then you leave, you're like, uh. oh, okay. Have you been to Las Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. I play poker quite a bit. You don't feel scummy coming out of Las Vegas? Oh, always. Just the ambiance and the, you know, half naked women that are serving you drinks and people listening to somebody cash their paycheck and then blow it is just, yeah. Uh, it's hard. And I'm not talking about the city. I'm talking about just the, yeah, the casinos themselves specifically. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, but no, I love, I know I love, I like Las Vegas cause they have this uh, thing. It's called, I think it's called drive tanks over there and you can rent like tanks and you can shoot a tank or you can drive a tank or you can shoot like really fancy guns and stuff. Mm -hmm. Las Vegas is great. Yeah. Oh, for the extra stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you no. like, 
Not for the casinos. Not the casinos. Okay. So. No. All right, man. You got some higher standards than me. Really? Yeah, because you said you're going to bail on the auction, and I, st- I stuck around. Oh, yeah. But that was the, that was a good point. You brought up a lot of good points. So is the auctioneer bidding on the other items? Is he outbidding me on everything? Is it being... There's no guarantees, of course, right? Right. Is it is he being ruthless about things? I mean, how is the auction going? Like the, There was a lot yeah. of scenarios in that event. How did that go into Las Vegas? Because oh. I felt scummy leaving the auction a little scummy, bit and right. scummy leaving Las yeah. Vegas, but that's okay. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So the next one, is it an estate sale? All right. Okay. This one happened to me, I think, within the last few months, actually. Were you throwing elbows with somebody? I'm not an elbow thrower. That's not me, man. We're not you're, in Pittsburgh. You're the polite <laughs> picker, aren't you? <laughs> uh, Mike's referencing our last episode with the Pittsburgh Pickers and daily cabbage were thrown elbows or had elbows thrown at them at estate sales. They had some, yeah. some pretty intense ones. So yeah. Anyway, so you see, so you, uh, this was like down in the basement. You see something interesting on the table. Mm-hmm. You're like, ah, you know, there's not a lot of people around. So, you, you know, definitely not elbow throwing situation, mm-hmm. but you pull out your phone and you begin looking it up to see if it's valuable. Mm-hmm. As you're doing that, somebody reaches in front of you and grabs it off the table. Oh man, that's common. Okay. It's incredibly common, isn't it? Well, give us your wisdom. Oh, so I've learned you got you have to carry a bag, like an IKEA bag or a shopping bag or something <laughs> like that. You pick yep. it up. Even if you don't look at it at it right then, like if you just walk down the basement, if it interests you, grab it mm-hmm. and then go look at the other stuff mm-hmm. that you're interested in also and grab it as you go. Because if right. you don't if you set it down, somebody else is going to just walk right by and pick it up from you. Mm-hmm. Picking it up in front of you, I'd be like, hey, oh, excuse me. You know, I was lo- I'm interested in that. You know, I'm looking at that. Did, did you say that to him? No, because you're right. I, it was my mistake, right? Like I did, I should have picked it up and I didn't. Right. Even though I'm standing relatively close to it, I was like, well, if it's in my hand, he's you know, grabbing it out of my hand then, of course. But yeah, no, it, it ended up being his. I don't think it was a big loss or anything, but mm-hmm. yeah, I... Yeah, it was my, my fault for sure. But I haven't had that happen a lot, to be honest. So I was kind of, t- I was like, oh, I need to be more on my game here. So right. sounds like you have, or you've heard of that. I've heard of it and I've learned. I've learned from other people. I haven't had it happen to me yet. Was, when I go down into state sales, I almost like don't want to jump on the table and be like, this is mine. <laughs> I this look entire this. table is mine. Yes. Yeah. Scoop it into a large trash bag. Don't and... take anything until I look at it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So that's my bad. I got to live and learn there. Yeah. Just jump on the table from now on. Just jump on the table. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not the person like we talked about last week, you know, showing up 3 a.m. Yeah. I maybe I'm missing out on stuff, but I feel like a lot of the estate sales, at least in my area, are just you know they're trying to get rid of the furniture. There's not really a lot of goodies there. The only times I found the, I guess the best estate sale I found was where it was not run by a professional company, and the guy just had a lot of different weird stuff. But the weird stuff wasn't people weren't going to grab the weird stuff. He just happened oh. to have it, and I was able to kind of go at my own pace. So yeah, and, that's a, yeah. I'm I'm kind of with you there, and I go. You know, I went at 10 o'clock last weekend, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, and I still found good stuff. A lot yeah. of good stuff. The This one said early birds welcome, and we got there at probably 9.30 or 10 o'clock, and mm. she said that I was the second person that's been to her cell so far, and, and I- So you never know. Dude, I scored on that cell, let me tell you. I pulled a you lot. You got so many stinking bath mats and door hangers, it was I like did. a gold mine. I did. I got a bunch of- <laughs> I got a bunch of cleats and Vans shoes. New okay. in the box. Oh, okay. I know. Nice. 
Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, well done, man. Thanks. Uh, so yeah, so you can show up late and still get, still kind of get a victory, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And the things that you're picking aren't going to be the same things that I could be picking. So mm-hmm. you could have went and picked over the sale, but there's still stuff that I'm interested in that's going to be right. there because you don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> you don't know what to look for. My son wears Vans, so I probably would have noticed those, but I'm not the shoe guy. I'm not the sneaker head. So. Neither am I, but I couldn't pass these yeah. up. They were all in great shape. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Well, well done, my friend. I got one more scenario for you. Did I pass that one? Put it in the bag. You won. Yeah, you're better than me. Like already two all out right. of three of these, nice. you, you know, you and your kind of early years of doing this are wiser mm-hmm. than me. I, I don't know if it's from your research or you're just generally smarter, but you're winning. So well done. I've wasted a lot of time watching TikTok yeah, It's videos. not wasting That's time if you're going to be <laughs> prepped and ready to go. So, exactly. all right. Uh, this one happened a couple years ago. You f- this is at a garage sale. You find something you want to buy. Okay, right. so you, you find mm-hmm. it. You are at the garage sale. You're like, oh, it's this. And then you negotiate the price with the seller. And it's a good deal. But you have your wallet in your car. Okay, so you go back and grab your money. I, this, this, I, I'm, I need to be better about this, but sometimes I do accidentally leave my, leave my wallet in my car. All right. Mm-hmm. And so while you go get the wallet or your money out of the car, there is a person who's just hanging out with the seller. They're not the seller. They're the seller's friend, neighbor, whatever. And I have simply drawn their attention to the item. Okay. So the, they mm-hmm. now notice the item. And by the time you get back to the seller, which is literally 60 seconds, <laughs> the, set, the, the neighbor, friend, whatever, is like, you know what? Actually, I want to buy that item. And so the seller's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, so I'll just sell it to you then because they're friends or neighbors. No. How do you respond? Oh, man, yeah. that's tough. Yeah. Jeez. Right. I would be like, you know, you know, you're, I was getting ready to buy mm-hmm. this. You're going to sell it to me. Right. Well, I don't even know if I would say that. But like, I'd probably be like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me right now? Like, look around like, wait, is this, is this like candid camera on? Yeah. Am, I, am I getting challenged? Yeah. <laughs> am, I get, am I getting punked <laughs> am right getting now? Punked? Is this for real? <laughs> that's right. Well, yeah. That's, I, I don't know because that's a, that's a unique situation. Yeah. It's only happened once. This is a one-time thing for me so far. I mean, I'm trying to be better about having my, my money on me. So that here you go. Here's the cash. Is that mine? That's the answer right there. Always have your cash with you. Always have cash. Yeah. And always have Pickers Podcast business cards. Mm, there you go. Here's the business card. We're going to talk about you on the podcast now. What's yes. your name? First and last? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I won't tell your that. street address, but I'll tell you where, what city you live in. So, okay. Well, you, you forgot the money. Like, this is not what you should have done. You forgot the money. You went back to your car. What do you do? Uh, just be like, hey, you know, I was interested in buying that. Uh, I just forgot my money and I went back to my car and now all of a sudden you're not going to sell it to me. Well, I didn't even know if I'd say that. I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. if I'd be that confrontational with them. It's tempting though, isn't it? It's yeah. tempting. I don't think, yeah, yeah, it is tempting. It is tempting right. to tell them that, but I don't think I would. I think I'd be like, oh right. man, that's a bummer. And then kind of just leave. Guess I'm not buying the rest of these hundreds of dollars worth of stuff either. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I guess I'll put these ones back yeah. on the shelf. Yeah, then. I was about to buy everything you wanted to sell that you can't get rid of. But not anymore. Right. No, I yeah, I wouldn't be that person either. No. This was an item that I wasn't like a hundred percent confident in that was like a big time item. So for me saying, okay, whatever, it was not mm-hmm. a big deal. But if it was a good find, 
that's where the challenge is. And so I don't think I'm going to challenge the integrity of the seller, but I might offer a little bit more money. Say, well, you know what? Like, I thought we had an agreement, but I'll tell you what. I'll give you, I think that I was offering five bucks. Mm -hmm. I'll give you 10 bucks for it. How about that? Mm -hmm. And you know what? Like, uh, and hopefully, you know, I'm offering you more. We had the deal to, you know, it'd be great if you could honor the agreement, but it's up to you. You're the seller. I don't know. Something like that. No, I think that's so. good advice. For sure. Yeah. But you don't want to be comfort. Like at that point, confrontation is not no. going to be helping you. And certainly by challenging them or getting mad, it's not going to win no. you the item. And if it does win you the item, like, is that really, you really feel good about yourself at that point? Yeah, exactly. You can't control how people behave or what they say, but you can control how, the, how you respond to them. And that's, that's a test right there. So, uh, yeah. but you can control the way people behave because we figured that out. Jen Jennifer and I were listening to the pure hustle podcast and they were talking about this. They were saying, be nice, always be nice and personable to the people at the yard sales, right? Mm -hmm. We experienced this this last, this last weekend at that cell that I was just telling you about. We were nice, we're engaging. Her son actually took some of his toys and priced some of his toys for really high. I mean, it was, it was like eight yeah. bucks for a Hot Wheel, right? Right. And she was telling us the story and I'm like, well... Oh, cool. Why don't you bring him out here and I'll, you know, buy something from him, buy one of his items from him. And he mm -hmm. came out and I haggled with him on the Hot Wheel and brought him down in the price. And uh, it, I paid five bucks for this Hot Wheel. That's, that's <laughs> literally going to sit in my office, right? So, they sell those for a dollar at, you know, the grocery yeah, store. Yeah. And it was used. The tires are all bent up and everything. Yeah. It was just, he was, I was proud of him for being an entrepreneur. Yeah. But when we went to go check out with her, you know, the bill came to like 45 bucks and I'm like, uh -huh. well, you know, would you do 40? Would you do 40 bucks? I got her down another five bucks, but she was very happy with us. She was talking to us about her life yeah, story and experience. Yeah. Being personable with people. And, you know, it went a long way in that garage. Mm. So for sure. Right. No, hundred percent, man. For Yeah. And it, I mean, if you have to be told to be nice to people, you're probably you're probably in a bad spot yeah like anytime hey anytime you meet somebody new be nice to them like if you're if you struggle with that or if you're so focused on the deal which i've seen people like that out there yeah. for sure like 100 mm -hmm. percent, then it's right. yeah it's not gonna get, i don't know you're a different person you're probably not listening to this podcast or watching this video so there you go <laughs> tips <laughs> but and tricks that's good cool. so we're in the same we have the same reaction to that one mm -hmm. Perfect. Um, all right. So for everybody out there that is uh, tuned in, our fellow pickers, if you have some scenarios that you want to run by us, we'd be happy to talk about them on our show. And we'll react with what we would do. And, we, and yeah, you have to hold on to what you would do. We'll share our reaction. Then you tell us kind of what you did and whether that was wise or not so wise. And we would love to yeah, make that a future episode. Yeah, for sure. Right, Mike? That's right. We'd love to hear yeah. about it. Okay. Are you ready for a moral dilemma? Oh, I forgot about the moral dilemma. Hmm. This is not, yeah. I had a whole, I had like a full-blown story on our first episode. This is, a, okay. this is a quicker one. Yeah, no, go ahead. We're, you know, it's only video right. and audio going to be recorded till the end of time, but. Yeah, I know. We got to decide what we're going to do here. At the local park, my wife found a phone. It had okay. been sitting out there, I think for more than a day. And it was, I think it's the, one of the latest Samsungs, the S22. So it's a valuable phone. Oh. So I tried plugging it in to power on to figure out whose it was. Mm -hmm. And it's just not working. It is non-functional. Mm -hmm. So here are my options. I can like recycle it. I can try to buy a new battery or get it fixed to figure out whose this is and put some money into it. Probably not getting that money back. 
but that might be a nice thing to do. Or I could sell it for parts on eBay, and it's probably still worth a chunk of change. What do you do, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trading it in. I'm not going to spend money to get it running again. Uh, I'm not going to sell it on eBay for parts. Wait, so you're rejecting all three options? <laughs> I am. Okay. I'm going with option option D. Okay. So uh, I see it on uh, my local Facebooks mm-hmm. a lot that uh, people find find keys or phones or and give the area where they found it and not a description of what the phone is. So that would be that would be my first mm-hmm. try. And then I don't know who works on Samsungs. Do they have like an Apple store or can Verizon or somebody do Ooh, anything with them? I think they have like those phone doctor stores and stuff. But I think you're talking mm-hmm. like hundred bucks just to walk in the door with it kind of a thing for them to look at it maybe not gosh i don't know i went to one of those device doctors that we had a hard drive that stopped working and that was just like Uh throwing money out the door basically it was just like here's money for you to do very little and make no effort so that was rough oh i see okay so i have the perfect scenario for you you're gonna have to go back to the park (laughs) where you found it and you're gonna sit there and camp out just take your jet boil so you have Mm -hmm. hot water you can have coffee you can have food and just wait for the person to come back. Because who? Yeah, we, and we don't know who and that then, is. Then problem solved. Your <laughs> your idea no. with Facebook is good, but yeah, and we could definitely do that. We have a it's a pretty big Facebook group, so maybe that could be a solution. Let's say it's not though. Like, what do you do with it? Now you have this useless phone. What do you do with it? Uh, Facebook next door. So I'd make an honest attempt to, to do all this stuff. Uh, maybe take it by the police station just in case somebody goes in for a lost and found. And then after 30 days, that property Mm -hmm. becomes yours. So after 30 days, then I would feel okay. Is that right? Is that how that the police station lost and found stuff works? Yeah. Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure I'm almost, I'm almost a hundred percent positive. 95% positive. Mm. Okay. I thought in California, it was like, if you put it in the lost and found, then the police just hands it out to people like, Hey, anybody? Want a free phone? Yeah, no. Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) I mean, they do give away their lost and found, or they auction their lost and found lockers off after a while. Right, right. Like, if you found $1,000, you'd turn in the police station and be like, hey, look, dude, I found 1000 bucks. Having a moral dilemma. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give it to you, but I want to give it to you. I want to do the right thing. And then then they'll they'll tell you, okay, after 30 days, if nobody claims it, it becomes yours. Gotcha. I need to look. So this is a lot of effort here <laughs> for this phone. And it is, yeah. but the right thing often requires a lot of yeah, effort. Yeah, I don't want to do the right thing, but I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I want to. Uh, my self-control doesn't want to either. Right. But okay. I, that's what we I will take do. your advice. And I'll give you an update on how that goes. So thank nice. you for your wisdom, my friend. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, it's time for the pick of the week, my friend. What you got? Pick of the week. I do have a pick of the week other than what we talked about earlier i at that same garage sale i came across a we fit plus balance board in the box okay like brand new or just in the box uh just in the box it caught my eye so that was the immediate thing that i asked her was hey how much do you want for this and she's like five bucks i'm like okay i know these things are worth a lot more than five bucks i just you know there's at least a twenty dollar profit on them whatever Mm mm-hmm and I was so excited to get this thing for five bucks <laughs> and it was in great shape. I didn't realize that it didn't have the DVD in it. And by being personable to this person, she went inside and looked for other Wii games that she could 
bring out and sell me or give to me. She she just goes, oh, I just want to give you whatever Wii games I have also. So yeah, she went in and came out with the Wii uh, Sport or the Wii Plus game that was supposed to be in the box. I didn't realize it, but mm-hmm. it was supposed to be in there. I got it home. It's in a great shape, right? No dings, no dents, no nothing like that. I took the battery cover off. Guess what I found? Battery acid. Acid everywhere, dude. Yeah. Well, if it's everywhere, it might be wrecked. But if it's just a little bit, it still might work, though, right? Yeah. So, and then I spent about an hour. I took the whole board, board apart. I took all the battery <laughs> stuff off. I soaked it in uh, vinegar, not vinegar, but uh, baking soda and scrubbed mm-hmm. it with a wire brush. It came out nice and clean. Put batteries in it. Works fine. Okay. 100%. Well, a good job at recovering that. It was an hour so long, man. An hour. Well, it was an hour to take off all the screws just to get the stupid thing apart. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't like yeah, it was yeah. difficult. It was just a lot of screws. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I have a couple of those Wii balance boards in my in my death pile right now and I'm ha- I'm mm. excited to get rid of those things. What are you so, what are you going to list them for? I uh, I don't want to be just I don't want to you know be a discouraging person here. I don't typically listen separately. I, I package them with the Wii, and I don't I don't typically up the price of the Wii with the balance boards really at all because I'm just looking to get rid of the balance boards. I feel like people aren't buying this, the boards by themselves. They're heavy, so they're not really sellable like on eBay. Um, I could be wrong, man. There's some things I'm wrong about. So I mm-hmm. I think that you, I think the the golden part of the fine was her digging out more of those games for you. And so those could those might have been the more valuable part of the whole process right there. I'm gonna say well done on that part for sure. But hey, prove me wrong. Let's let's give me an update. What you know? What'd you get for this? How much? How much was it worth? And uh, yeah, just let me know. But the comps look pretty good on sold on eBay. So mm-hmm. it, it's really heavy though because of the, my it scale. Is. My scale won't even register how heavy it is. It's not that heavy. <laughs> what kind of scale do you have? I have a little. <laughs> I have a little food scale that I've been. All using. right, we got to get you a better scale then. It's on its way. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yep. So yeah, you know what? Since we're doing we're doing both the audio and the video this time, we really this should be like a show and tell section sure. to show yep. you. But like that, we I don't know. I've had a lot of people know what the Wii balance boards look like, but mm-hmm. but my item, I wish I thought I had it down here in my studio in the uh, the podcast studio, but I don't. So I'll have to show that. I'll throw it out onto our our socials this week. But it's something called an embosser. Do you know what that is, Mike? Is it what what does the logos on hats and stuff and shirts? Uh, it, yeah, that's probably what like the modern version is. That the one that I have is from I don't know, 50, 70 years ago, where it embosses letters uh-huh. and embosses it for like an old company. I think it's like an old paper company, oh. not Dunder Mifflin. Just to clarify. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so yeah, so it just has. I think you can take out the plates and put different things in there, but the oh, embossers. Cool. I've got no idea how much this is worth. This came from grandma's attic and so it's mine for free. Mm. I think it's just cool. I'll, I'll show you a picture of it, but um, antiques are not my strength. And so I'm curious mm. if anybody has any advice about where they would sell like an antique embosser or where there might be demand for that. I am open to your suggestions. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. If you guys have any kind of uh, advice on if we should be selling things on other websites or in other marketplaces, Man, let us know because right. you know I'm strictly eBay right now, and it's just mm-hmm. and I know, I know that I could be making more money on some of this stuff if I went to another another site, and I yeah. just don't know what the sites are though. You know what I we'll mean? We'll explore some of those in future episodes, but yeah, like Mike said, happy to take your wisdom from that. Yeah, so for sure. All right, my friend, uh, we got a couple minutes, man. Let's hear about your villain. What you got? Oh, the villain story. Yeah. So I bought that Wii balance board, right? 
at that yard sale and and Jen and I were looking around we're, we're chatting we're not a go get them and take off we you know we stop and chat and look at stuff and mm-hmm. whatever we weren't in a big rush and as we're leaving another guy pulls up and you know we were leaving so we, in when he pulled up like literally we we're leaving when he pulled up I think I could say we were leaving when he pulled up one more time, but it wouldn't have heard me. Wait, wait, were you arriving or leaving? (laughs) Was I coming or was I going? (laughs) It's crazy. Anyway. Edit this out. Wait, wait, we can't. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. It's live to tape. Come on. So anyway, I take off. This is a 30-minute drive from another town back to my town, and we went to another yard sale, and uh, I was was at the yard sale looking at the – they had – what did I pick up there? I can't remember what I picked up there, but they had a lot of fun things <laughs> that I was checking out. And then, okay. and then this guy drives up, and it's the same guy from that cell, right? And uh, he yeah, saw me. Following you. He saw me with the Wii balance board as I was walking out, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, we're following each other around today, aren't we? Just being nice." And he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I just hit a, a cell down the street, or I just I just hit another cell, and they had a full rock band set, and I picked it up for 120 mm. bucks." So he knew yeah. I was reselling, right? He knew what I was yeah, looking for. Yeah. And I right. and I go, Oh yeah, where's that cell at? He wouldn't tell me where the other cell was. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't say He's already been there. Why does he care? I don't know. He wouldn't tell me where it's it was. It's to his advantage to tell you because then you're there. Maybe he's exploring a different yeah, one. Right? Exactly. Oh my gosh. But super That's nice hilarious. guy. You know, we're talking about No, he's not he's not no, a nice he guy, was. he's not telling you. He was. He just he was just being a jerk about that. He like oh he goes gosh. to yard sales with his kids and gives them twenty bucks to buy new toys and just have, have yeah. fun. But you could tell he was a seller because he picked up a thirty six inch uh, Mickey Mouse plush that I mm. missed. I usually am on top of Mickey stuff, right? I wouldn't have known that one. He picked yeah. it up, you know, two bucks, and I'm like, mm. uh, right in front of me. And then he picks, and he looks to his left, and there's a Mickey and a Minnie over to the other side, and picks those up for yeah. another three bucks. That's that's where the elbows come in, man. He gotta start throwing those uh, elbows. I was just my like my heart sank. I'm like, dude, oh, I didn't really call myself stupid, but I'm yeah. like, you missed it. What are you doing? No, you yeah, it's okay to miss stuff. It's mm. a, I mean. It's okay to arrive a few seconds late. It's just going to happen, it's but happen. that's ridiculous, dude. That is ridiculous. I, I will tell you, though, that, I, again, I haven't checked recently, but that rock band stuff, the Guitar Hero, like, that is worthless from what I've learned. Oh, really? Worthless stuff, yeah. Hmm. So there's so much of it out. I, I, I pass on that all the time. It's very bulky. Yeah. I don't know anybody that still plays it. It. I mean, it was, it was hot when it was out, but... Yeah, I would stay away from that anyway. So huh. I wonder why you're so excited about it then. And I'm glad I didn't. Maybe he knows more than me. I maybe I haven't looked it up recently. Some you know, sometimes things just kind of fluctuate. Sometimes they, they go hot, they go cold, they go hot. And so maybe I'm not checking things often enough, I suppose. But ah, yeah, that's just from my own personal experience. So we'll do enough. a villain episode because I've got a couple of villains out there. I haven't had one that's like not told me where something is, mm-hmm. but I and mean, you're, dude, you're such a friendly guy and you smile a lot. And so <laughs> to go up to you, Mr. Smiley and be like, hey, yeah, I'm not telling you where that is. <laughs> you you got to have a cold heart. <laughs> I know. That's how I felt. I almost wanted to ask him a couple more times. Hey, where is it at? Where's that? He just yeah. would not yeah, tell, tell me. Tell me for real, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay to threaten people. Say, you know what? You're going to become a, our podcast villain if you don't tell yep. me. And I'm gonna get your license plate, and we'll make exactly. sure that people know about you. Oh, I didn't even, I kidding. didn't even think to see what kind of car he was in because we're gonna go out this weekend too and see if they're see yeah. if he's around. 
Don't slash his tires. But I was a little upset because I thought I had recorded or I'd looked up all the yard sales around my area. And obviously I'd missed something because he went to one that right. I didn't know about. And I, there was there was no... Yeah, they're not all posted. Right. That brings up a good point. How do you feel about the signs on the poles that are from last weekend and the weekend before? How do I feel about them? Yeah, some they can be a little bit yeah. distracted. Or sometimes I've seen signs like same day with an address it's like today and i know that they've just been put out and then this they're you know the sale's not going and it's still the morning so that's frustrating for sure uh, those old ones drive me crazy because yeah. when you're driving around you're looking for the signs mm-hmm. right your eyes keen keen right. on them and we came across a couple and we're like jen where's it at you know what what's the date on that one is that a good date and it's like god oh, just take your signs down when yeah. you're done yeah please. i know I'm, I'm kind of, I've kind of had years of this and past the scolding of the people. So yeah, I a lot of the, like the lawn crews or the, you know, the public lawn care people typically take them down, but that doesn't always happen. So we did have, yeah, when yeah. we have like a, our own community sale, there's, we have this one neighbor who just moved away. She was there forever and she lived on a corner. She had a light pole there. Anytime somebody put a sign up, she would just take it right down. <laughs> mm-hmm. She did not want to sign on her light pole. So that was kind of funny, yeah. but, um, all right, man. Well, I hope you see the villain again. We want to get updates with the story. But for my part, that's all I got. All right. Sounds good. All right, Pickers. Now, Carl gave you the, the YouTube page that you can check out, but you can also find us over on Instagram at Pickers Podcast. You can find us on TikTok at Pickers Podcast. And then we're going to start uploading a lot more uh, YouTube shorts up here mm. on the on this platform. So we're going to dive into the pick of the weeks for us we have a uh website at pickerspodcast.com and then you can also find us we have a phone number you can leave us a message or a text message and it will be linked down below in the show description absolutely so pickers go find your own treasures one story at a time and remember it's not reselling if you put the wrong shipping label on the wrong package <laughs> <laughs>